2: Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know
3: Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner?
4: Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com.
3: We finally found out who the fifth Russian was at the meeting. He's a
4: Russian-American named Ike Kavaladze, who is reportedly a money launderer accused of laundering more than $1.4 billion. Yeah, well, listen, it makes sense that Trump would need a Russian guy who's good at laundering just to get the stains out of the
3: mattress. And this allegedly, allegedly... Who is that cackling idiot?
5: <laughs> John Baptiste playing yes. the role of Paul Schaefer to oh Boy gotcha, Colbert's oh, Letterman. Well. Um,
4: yeah, that's the that's the point of the story that is the big cover story in the New Republic, which is a lefty magazine, and uh, a lefty writer wrote this, but a very long what he says is researched thing. So this is now the um, uh, story that, that 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 is out there among people who hate Trump and this guy claims he more or less can prove it that that trump has been running a russian money laundering operation more or less for decades that's how he got bailed out was he would um when when he went bankrupt the big russian money would come into his properties pay gazillions of dollars to rent out many 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 condos at a time and that's how they laundered their money in the united states plus he got money to keep a fl- state afloat a,
3: sure you got a cut of it yeah, yeah.
4: And that he's been doing that for decades. That's the story they're trying to put out there.
3: Wow. Well, it's either true or it's not. Well, it's either true or it's completely not true. Probably. <laughs> well, right. That's what I'm saying. Let me wake me when it's over yeah. or discovered or known. Mm-hmm. And you know that fits in beautifully with what I wanted to talk about. Um, coming up the uh, the Game of Thrones update, but this is a great description of uh, Russian intelligence activities. I'm going to share it with you a little bit, but here's here's the thing. Listen, I, and I I can I can hear some of your reaction. A lot of the, a lot of you've fallen for the, R versus D, R versus D, everything's through that lens, or uh, anti-Trump or pro-Trump, anti-Trump or pro-Trump, and it's just it's silly, and and you're losing out on the most interesting stuff. I mean, for instance, this discussion of how Russia attempts to influence. Uh, other countries, in their elections, their press, their society even, is really, really interesting. It doesn't mean Trump is in league with them. It doesn't mean they won the election. Both are true, perhaps. Hillary sucked, therefore she lost. I mean, she was world-class, terrible as a candidate. And the Russians are always trying to screw with the other countries to weaken them. This uh, I'm not. I'm not sure if the guy who sent us this email wrote this. It's not clear to me, but it's really, really good. But uh, it begins by quoting um, the great George Keenan, an American um, uh, diplomat of the WW2 era and or Kennan and, uh, and afterward, um, who dealt with the Soviets and the Brits and all during World War II. He's part of the Berlin airlift, as I recall, and. Anyway, but he says, Russia has no intention of going to war with America or its allies. Instead, it will act through non-military means to, quote, undermine the general political and strategic potential of major Western powers to disrupt national self-confidence, to increase social and industrial unrest, to stimulate all forms of disunity. Anti-British talk will be plugged among Americans. Anti-American talk among British. Germans will be taught to abhor both Anglo-Saxon powers. Where suspicions exist, they will be fanned. We're not ignited. So wrote the great um, man of diplomacy, the wise man, he was called, of American diplomacy. In 1946, 70 years later, it's as true as ever. And the system he was describing has been, you know, it barely went away, but it's been rebuilt by Putin. Do you think we do it to that level or have done it to
4: that level? Yeah. We certainly have done it to that level. But I wonder if we still do.
3: I don't know if we use the same techniques and in the same way, but... I'll um, bet we did it just as the same hard goals. in
4: those South American countries <laughs> various times. Yeah, yeah,
3: I'll bet you're right. Um, And and see, again, it's this is a, it's a realpolitik way of looking at it. It's not that you're supposed to weep and cry and the Russians are such bad people. You just have to understand what your opponent is trying to do to you and counter it. But some good examples. Uh, The BND, Germany's foreign intelligence agency, is investigating Russian activity in Germany after Russia's state television ran a fake story about a 13-year-old German girl of Russian descent being raped by Arab immigrants in Berlin. Spread through social media, the story sparked protests against Angela Merkel, the German chancellor. Great example of what uh, Kenan was talking about. I remember hearing that story. Where suspicions exist, they will be fanned. Germany... Has, see and a lot of you knee jerkers are like oh on both sides are either there there is two problem with immigrants or say the immigrant thing is fake no both are true. there's a problem with Im- with huge immigration from Africa and the Middle East in Germany so the Russians fan it. they whip it up as much as they can uh, they talk about some of the financing of some of the more out there parties in Europe. Um, None of this is particularly new. Subversion, disinformation, and forgery, combined with the use for uh, special forces, were at the heart of the KGB. Uh, They had a special department responsible for active measures designed to weaken and undermine the West. It stirred racial tension by posting bogus letters from the KKK. Planted stories about AIDS having been invented in America as a biological weapon. Sure, you heard that. That was Russian work. Hmm. Put it out that JFK's murder was plotted by the CIA. And they at the height of it in the 70s, do you remember Yuri Andropov? I remember him. If you've been into this for a long time and you remember Andropov, um, he's one of Putin's heroes. At the height of the Cold War, he had 15,000 officers working on psychological and disinformation warfare. Wow. Trolls, professional trolls. It's a lot easier now. Um, Kremlin now uses a large number of trolls to spread disinformation propaganda through online communities and social media. Uh, also helps Russia to sow confusion by putting out multiple versions of events. According to Alexander Vershbo, NATO's deputy sec general.
4: But it had to be hard to get that stuff going back in the day. Now
3: it's. Yeah, you literally it, had to get it in the press.
4: Now it's almost effortless.
3: Right, right. But so here's the guy, the former ambassador to Moscow. Um, He said it's, quote, an endlessly changing storyline designed to obfuscate and confuse to create the impression that there are no reliable facts and therefore no truth. Uh, Do you know what the
4: current situation is? There are no reliable facts and therefore no
3: truth. Mm. That
4: is the current state of things. There are few reliable (laughs) facts in the news on a daily basis.
3: Let's go back to Kennan's observations in 1946 about Russian uh, Soviet well, yeah, it was Soviet culture at the time. Quote: the very disrespect of Russians for objective truth. Indeed, their disbelief in its existence leads them to view all stated facts as instruments for furtherance of one ulterior purpose or another.
4: Well, there are plenty of people in the, in the United States that feel that way already. Uh, cable news channels play into that a lot, and it's not the Soviets doing that. It's just you know your your hunger to defeat the other to defeat the other side,
3: right? Right. Agreed. Um, and then the uh, writer of this article points out that unlike the Soviets, which, who aim to promote communist ideology, modern Russian propaganda aims to show that Western policies are as rigged and hypocritical as Russians, Russian ones. Um, hence the whole system is rigged thing that, in my opinion, uh, Donald Trump has fed into. Oh, un- no un- doubt. Unknowingly. Oh, no doubt. Unknowingly, but he's bought it. Because he hears stuff and he repeats it. I think he has a... Uh, uh, I think Donald Trump's crap detector is not very good. I think he buys a lot of crap that he hears. Um, I also agree with him on like 75% of his policies, so I hope he does great. But uh, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, I just thought it was interesting, some concrete examples.
4: Man, I do not know how a society and how a democracy works if if... Nobody believes anything, or we're all operating on our own set of facts. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it works.
3: Well, and you know, listen, uh, and again, some people take a black and white view of these things. I I, I don't. They're saying, and we'll get those emails, oh, so you guys believe everything Washington says? No, but that's why it's so effective, because there's there's good reason for, for a high degree of skepticism. And what they do is they feed that and just try to push it past skepticism into cynicism, into this belief that there are no objective facts. Everything you hear must be viewed through the lens of who said it. I remember at one point, was it Thomas Friedman said, just because George Bush says something doesn't mean it can't be true. Um, and you know, the Russians and Putin and his guys are trying to get us to the point where we only believe our side Mm -hmm. just reflexively. Say we're pretty close to there. I would say, yeah, it's going really well. And I congratulate them on their efforts. Speaking of our friends, the Russians, one more quick note and then Sean, be ready. I want dragons. I want princesses. I want uh, th- th- intrigue. I want stabbings. I want bare <laughs> boobs. I want everything that is. There's bare boobs in this episode. Game oh, of really? Thrones. Thank you. I'll ask you about that. So you remember the Russians were buzzing our uh, our planes a lot a couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, a NATO fighter jet has approached a Russian plane carrying the defense minister. We started shadowing his plane and gave him a little... How do you like this, huh? Quietly upping the ante. And uh, since then, uh, the Russians have been behaving themselves. Now, they quote-unquote chased our plane away, but uh, it's believed by those who are aware of this, and that's not many people, that it was pretty much a demonstration of, you're going to stop it or we're going to show you what buzzing planes is all about. And I hope that's the decision that was made.
4: Hmm. Those decisions are probably made at a very high level, huh?
3: We're going to land a fighter on top of your defense minister's plane, and it's going to sit there until you apologize.
4: Love it! So Sean's Game of Thrones 30-second update coming up. See, the great thing about that is if you care nothing about Game of Thrones, it only lasts 30 seconds, although I have some follow-up questions.
3: And an extremely controversial incident involving my daughter in Europe. Awesome. An international incident, if you will.
4: Have a college girl, 20 years old, facing some very serious rape charges for having sex with a 14-year-old dude. What?
3: And, oh, boy. Uh, Our controversial comments.
4: Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: When your classmates became aware of your relationship with Ms. Luna, what happened at school?
6: I just remember giving thousands of high-fives.
1: Did the kids call you names?
6: Um, yes
3: ma'am, uh, the man, uh, luckiest guy ever, my hero, uh, baller, little pimp, uh, lil baller, the one, uh, Goodyear pimp, Fred Pimpstone, Ran and Pimpy, king of the teachers, after school special, <laughs> teachers' petter, <laughs> the boy who lived, <laughs> Gavin the Great, Magic the Gavining. <laughs> Legend, supercalifragilistic. This be such a dope kid. <laughs> and he who
6: has sex with teachers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all I can remember. But those were the main ones. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's Saturday Night Live from a couple of years ago, and they were picking up on the uh, trend at the time, and still. Of uh, stories in the news in which, um, uh, you know, some underage uh, kid, high school kid, has uh, sex with
3: j- a teacher. Uh, of the male persuasion. Of the
4: male. Yeah, the key to this is it's a boy. Having sex with a female student. and then A this, teacher. Rather. And then the Saturday Night Live skit, it was a 16-year-old boy having sex with like a 20-year-old teacher. Right. And they were making uh, uh, the point that we've often made that is the greatest day of his life. And, and, and all his friends are jealous. As opposed to... You know, it's be...
3: exploitative and weird if it's the other way.
4: And there's a story. In the That's news a today. double
3: standard. That's correct.
4: It is absolutely a double standard. Yes, it is. And because it's a different situation. Um, we got a twenty year old North Carolina college co ed. She had sex with a fourteen year old guy. She met him through a friend, probably brother of a friend or something like that. Probably yeah. And anyway, I had sex with him. She's charged with full on rape oh, and boy. facing some serious charges. Oh boy. Getting booted out of school, all that.
3: And um Look, I get why there's a, there are objective ages for various, sure. you know, limitations on uh, human behavior, but if he is a sexually mature sexually curious 14-year-old, that's weird, but he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Some 20-year-old high school college girl had sex with my son when he was 14. I think, oh man, this is not good. This is uncool. We're going to have to deal with this. It'll probably, you know, it's not good, but it's not rape. Other, I, I don't like it. I'm against it. It's going to screw with him emotionally. The
4: reverse, I kill the guy, right. and then the, the, then the new story is my murder trial because uh,
3: I probably killed so. Well,
4: yeah. It just in my own life, I don't have a daughter, but if I had a daughter, I'm killing the guy. If I got a son, and it happens with the 20 year old woman, you know, sit down and have a talk with him. I'd like it to stop. Yeah, I'll talk to him. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, so there's a difference between, in one scenario, I murder the person, and the other, I think, eh.
3: It's all about penetration.
4: Ren and pimpy.
3: Um, it's just, there's a huge difference. And if you can't see that, you've let ideology cloud your common sense. Anywho. And I'm sorry for you. So, um... There's no way we can do both of what we were discussing at this point. Okay. I suggest we go with the update... And okay. the international incident involving my daughter can come a little later. Okay. It'll give me a little more time to, A, research what actually happened, and, B, come to terms with how I'm going to deal with it personally. Awesome.
4: Uh, Game of Thrones has the greatest mind share of any show in America, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. That is how much it's talked about, respected mm, Yeah, what cultural per- significance. Right. What percentage of Americans actually watch it? I wonder.
5: Very
3: low by historical standards, and yet it is
5: number one. The week one numbers were somewhere in the 15 to 20 million
4: range, I think.
5: Really? That's huge. So less than 1%. Got it.
4: (laughs) 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 But anyway, so every Monday morning we have Sean do, because he loves the show, do his 30-second Game of Thrones review.
5: Season 7, Episode 2, Stormborn. Arya Stark has a brief change of plans and heads back to her home when Hot Pie informs her that Winterfell is no longer under the rule of House Bolton, and her brother is now King of the North. Samuel Tarly ignores the advice of his maesters and begins the ban procedure of curing Greyscale in an effort to pay back the father of the afflicted man, who he was very fond of. Meanwhile, Euron Greyjoy and his fleet of Ironborn ships attack his relatives as he tries to firm his place as the King of the Iron Islands ah! the Sorry. Wait a second. I am
3: so sorry.
4: Wait a second. Did you start that early? You didn't mention, but you said there was boob in this episode, which I think is ridiculous. Is it tastefully done or is it just like a, an attention grab thing? It seemed like they felt like they were
5: falling behind on their boob quotient, so yeah. they just kind of threw yeah. some in there. Yeah. Teat, teat.
4: There are very few brassieres back in uh, the days of yore. I'm anti-boob in shows. I just think it's playing to a base Anti-boobist. Base and uh, dragons. There were dragons last week and we played a clip in which they were going to kill the dragons with something. Were the dragons? Uh no, no dragons this week, but they oh. there was the
5: anti-dragon weaponry was revealed as oh. uh, as they're as they are trying to figure out how to deal with said three adult grown dragons. And that's
4: Like a stick with something pointy on it?
5: It's essentially just a giant crossbow. I'm not too convinced Mm. that this is going to do the trick, but uh, (laughs) it's important to have something to show the people and say, no, this, we have this to fight the dragons so they can rally behind you. While the little hobbit's trying to talk him out of his gold. Uh, No, that is Lord of the Rings. That's (laughs) a different story. Uh, and it's not necessarily gold in that, but a golden ring, but I, I digress. My,
3: my mistake. <laughs> this is why I watch so, Everybody Loves Raymond. Exactly. So it's, you know what? That's good stuff.
5: Why is the character's name Hot Pie? Uh, well, can you Don't guess ask. what his favorite food is? Oh my. It's high oh, pie and he's a chubby guy and he's a baker, so he just it's gets labeled with that unfair name. A
3: single entendre.
5: <laughs> Very nice. Well, so uh what would you give it, uh, letter grade as uh, an episode? Letter grade a little less uh a little less than le- well, letter grades. Uh I'll give it a C minus. Oh, a little my. bit less than last week's, but uh it's I think it's pointing towards wow. next week should be a really good episode.
4: Wow. Wow. First, yeah.
5: Again, only com- it's C minus compared to its other episodes. It's still far better than anything else on television. With,
4: with the really good TV shows, in my experience, I remember back from when I used to watch the Sopranos or other stuff like that. They uh, they're willing to take the time to lay the groundwork for the really great episode. In the way that uh, other shows, they feel like they got to do it every week, and then. I mean,
5: even just the, the, the last kind of naval battle or the last 10 minutes of this episode where there was a, a naval battle was probably more expensive than any other season of television that's currently going on right now. Wow, I, wow. Just the budget and the funds that they throw into the show allow them to do things that no other show can do. They got King Arthur in this show? No, that's... Because he's a, my favorite king. It's a, v- Different kings in this one, he
3: is... Him, knights at a round table. No, Sir Galahad, not also not involved. <laughs> that's good stuff, though. I like that. <laughs> so coming up later, if we get a chance uh, to get to it, if current news is too deep for you and too long and not flashy and moving aroundy enough, Instagram news is the hot new thing. Instagram news is oh, that... I'm sorry, Snapchat news. Okay. Shorter stories, more movement and it's news for the millennial generation. Snapchat a,
4: news. Do they have a newsroom or
3: is there Yeah. Yeah. They're... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just super short Super fast moving. More on that to come. Plus the international incident in which uh, my kids' trip to Europe turned out very differently than we thought it was going to. Okay. Oof. Urg. Mmm. Not being mm. held in Iran or North Korea, is she? Not as yet.
4: Okay. Uh, What's well, coming up in your news, Marshall? I will
3: tell you this honestly. A certain percentage of parents are going to hear what I'm going to say, and they're going to freak out. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. All right. Trump's
6: Twitter attacks. Oh. Trump's Twitter attacks. Ray John, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, once again one of the targets. We got the Pentagon charged with wasting more millions in Afghanistan, and one of my and America's favorite brand foods is being recalled today. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty.
4: Cheetos. The, is it Cheetos. The, the president is attacking his own Attorney General again. again. Seems like an odd thing to do. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I've been trying to figure out how to back up my old phone into my iCloud and download it into my new phone for like five days. Oh, my. With online chats and
3: phone calls. Really? Yeah. Is that the phone you dropped in the the pool? Yeah. 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 Sorry to hear that.
4: Oh, my God.
3: They got that waterproof phone out now. I saw a commercial for that during the Michael Phelps race in the shark show. Uh-huh. That was so good. <laughs> anyway, this guy drops a phone into his pool. He swims down. He gets it. Then he keeps looking at it. Right. It's amazing.
4: I was at the community pool with the kids yesterday, and yeah. there was a guy with an Apple watch on. And I said, those things are waterproof. And he said, yeah, the twos are. The ones aren't. Don't go in the pool with the one. But I didn't know those that were all waterproof. He's mm. swimming in the pool with it.
3: Oh, man. A waterproof phone. That's what I need. Well, I'm a clumsy man.
4: The iWatch, should be swimming around in the pool, at least see your texts or yeah. whatever, text people back. Hello, that's where I am. You <laughs> never want to stop being able
3: to do that. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Take, take
6: another guest. <laughs> no, 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 I'm under water. Hey, by the way, I'm very excited. You know, the uh, new uh, Galaxy Note 8 is coming out. And that, that's like the one I have, yeah. and it's even bigger. Jeez! The screen is even bigger. It's a TV. You're they, walking around with a TV
3: <laughs> under your arm. They yeah.
6: start at $1,200. Yeah,
4: oh. yeah. Phones are getting high, no doubt about it.
6: Shouldn't they be getting
4: cheaper? You'd think, but they aren't.
6: Uh, Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. President Trump taking another jab at Attorney General Jeff Sessions. He's also going after Congressman Adam Schiff with the
5: latest. We've got Vincent Nicholas, official President Trump tweet reader. So why aren't the committees and investigators and, of course, our beleaguered Attorney General looking into crooked Hillary's crimes and Russia relations? Next
4: week. Why? Why? Hillary is an old woman who lives in New York. She's of no significance. A crooked old what? woman. I don't truth, wanna, that's right. I don't want a lot of time spent on investigating Hillary Clinton at this point.
5: By Personally, be- I don't care. By beleaguered Jeff Sessions? Yeah, that's
4: interesting, though. Drops yeah. a beleaguered on his own attorney general. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah no kidding. <laughs> and they did investigate Hillary. Found she was 18 kinds of dirty, but they didn't want to indict her for some reason. I mean, she got investigated. Well, and it's over. You won. She's nothing.
4: Don't yeah. worry about her. Um, the, he's only beleaguered because you're the one leaguering him. Yes! I mean,
5: what, what the <laughs> <hell>? Stop <laughs> leaguering him! <laughs> Next tweet. Sleazy Adam Schiff, the totally biased congressman looking into Russia.
4: He is a totally biased congressman. Who's Flaming sh- partisan, yeah. yeah.
3: Spends all of his time on television pushing the Democrat loss excuse. And he's got a neck like a giraffe, too. He needs to start wearing a turtleneck or something to de-emphasize that. Hard to look at. His head hovers (laughs) like a foot and a half above his shoulders. Wow.
6: Uh, Schiff responded by questioning how much time the president spends watching TV and said his comments and actions are beneath the dignity of the office. Mm So it's going back and forth and back and forth. It's
4: interesting watching this
3: new guy, Mooch. Oh! oh forget about it. Give me a little Mooch. Get a I- Let me hear some Mooch. Would you, Vince? This is the new uh, press guy. Yeah. The new press guy. We should put the cameras
6: on. It's no problem. I don't, I don't. I don't think we need to have the cameras off. But if the president doesn't want the cameras on, guess what? We're not going to have the cameras on. It's going to really be up to him.
4: Yeah, his new angle on everything was, because he was asked, what do you think about these tweets? He said, I don't know. From the president's standpoint, I think that he feels like they're doing him some good. Do you think they do him any good? It doesn't make any difference what I think. The president thinks they do him good, so that's why he does it. So he does it. (laughs) Do
3: you think it's going to interfere with the agenda? Doesn't
4: matter.
5: Are you guys familiar with the uh, the scrubbing of his own Twitter account that he uh, yes. was being yes. accused of doing? No, yeah, I'm not
3: he, familiar with this. He tweeted a fair amount of pretty strong anti-gun uh, tweets, anti Second Amendment stuff, more gun control. I know about that. Is there more than that? Uh, one from or uh, this see. is Mooch we're talking about? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Mooch. Yes. He was
2: he
6: was anti-wall. He was anti-Trump. Oh, um, so, yes. so, so this from 2012.
5: Warming. I'm yeah. not a part. I'm not partisan. I'm for gay marriage, against the death penalty, and pro-choice. Uh, from also 2012 Republicans should support gay marriage. Um, he had some
4: pro-Hillary tweets from back in the yeah. day. I don't care, but it's pretty interesting that... Trump, the lifelong Democrat, now that he's in trouble, has brought on another, obviously, lifelong Democrat to defend
3: his Republican values. What part of that don't you get?
5: And I also don't really like the people are, are yelling, hey, you're, you're deleting. You don't agree with Trump. That's kind of what you want, right? Don't you want somebody that maybe has your social views kind of in the ear or in the proximity if, of Trump? If I, you, I, you I don't hate know. Trump, yeah, right, I would right. think so. I don't, I don't well,
3: and, and the guy's a pro. He's being hired as an advocate. This may shock y'all, but people don't always just show their heart in politics. Sometimes they just do what they're told to do. He has said, he did
4: say a number of times yesterday that he loves President Trump, though. Yeah. He loves him. He you know, said it
6: I so many times. Ow. Yeah, he said it so many times. I thought it was a little creepy, to be honest yeah, with was, you. Yeah,
3: it was a little weird. I love the guy. Hey, maybe it's uh, <laughs> it's one of those polyamorous things, a little open marriage. They got a little three way going. <laughs> oh, Who are geez. we to judge? But seriously, if I hire a lawyer, yeah, I don't want him to say, mm-hmm. "Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you know, I don't like the defendant very well." There's a lot of things he does that sicken me, but I don't know. He may have done this. I don't know. No, I hired you to advocate for me, and Mooch is slick, man. He's super smart and he's really good rhetorically. Yeah, he and, had
4: to drop. I went to Harvard Lice Law School in the middle of one of his answers. Well, that's
3: obligatory. That's on your sure. the bottom of your diploma from Harvard. Also, mention Harvard in every conversation. It's right there.
4: Does anybody have a height on Mooch? He looks to be about 5'2 to me. Forget about it. He's, oh! he's tall enough. <laughs> We'll work on that, Marshall. All right. got
6: to go home and check out my closets or my yeah, my pantry. Bush's Best is issuing a voluntary recall for some cans of baked beans that might have defective seams. The recall can... Uh, <laughs> if is... you eat too many Bush's baked beans, you'll have defective
4: seams. <laughs> Hard he'll, part primary.
6: You'll be
3: bursting at them. <laughs>
6: <laughs> the recall covering certain batches of brown sugar hickory baked beans. Mm, oh, that sounds good. That's I, need the a, best c- I need a can oh. of that right now. Yeah. Right. Country style baked beans and original baked beans. If the seams are defective, harmful bacterium can find a way to grow inside. Anyway, the. I'm yeah, supposed
4: to have my pantry in a bundle over this. The 28 uh, ounce cans
6: All have an expiration date of June 2019, and the company is recommending tossing them even if they look and smell okay. The recall's covering the whole country. All right,
3: whatever. Don't eat your beans (laughs) or don't. I got a story to tell, Marshall. Wrap it up.
6: Eat your beans or don't. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm starting the Getty Show, The Voice of the West. Magical fruit.
5: Scarmucci is reported to be five foot eight inches tall. No way. There you
4: go. With boots on, maybe. Uh, Joe's Tale of Woe on the way. Yeah, we got an email. From uh,
3: our daughter's hosts in Italy that shocked us.
4: Okay. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show.
3: Murders. I love them. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show, boy. I haven't heard the uh, Portland's own radio Macbeth yet today. <laughs> Michael, it, we're getting a lot of requests. The Toast Actually, of Portland, are. yeah. The Toast of Portland, young band. Anyway, so uh, welcome to the show. How you doing? Uh, so, Mike. The, the, long story short, my kid did this uh, foreign exchange type study abroad thing a couple of years ago, and uh, her host family for three days. Uh, the Italian folks, uh, oddly, they live in the town I was born when my dad was in the service. Just coincidence. But is so a foreigner. They, uh, so they hit it off, um, and it's so much that, and I've told this story before, after three days, uh, when it was time for her to leave, everybody cried because they just uh, you know just really bonded and everything. It was really beautiful. And she vowed she'd come back, and so her graduation present was we bought her a plane ticket to fly over to Italy. She's been uh, saving her pennies uh, to go visit this family and everything. Um, and uh, their daughter, Laura, speaks pretty good English, pretty solid English. Ah, um, oh, that's a spicy meatball. That she sounds exactly like that. And i um, <laughs> been studying English, uh, you know, in school every year because they do over there because uh, y- you better because uh, we're America. Anyway, they may call it English, but it's American now. Anyway, uh, so uh, mom and dad, on the other hand, their English is, is well, it's better than my Italian. It's not great, but we've been corresponding back and forth with the, making the arrangements and the thank you so much is and the your daughter is so delightfuls and stuff like that. And they explain the itinerary because she's over there for two weeks. Week number one. That's a long time. Yeah, it is. And she was a little nervous about it, too. Um, week number one, uh, family vacation at the seaside. They're going to this, uh, this ocean, this beach resort thingy that uh, that they like for a week. Wow. And um, also with uh, another of Laura's friends from Italy was going to come with them, um, and they're going to spend a week having a big time there at the ocean. And then next week is going to be uh, in the town where they live and seeing some of the sights and and that sort of thing. Well, the thing that was lost in translation is the following. We found out, much to Delaney's surprise, mom and dad uh, go to the Seaside Resort with the three girls and drop them off Say have fun and mom and dad head home So the three girls are at this resort The three of them without mom and dad there and they're how old? Oh 17 so it's a, a week-long Beach Bacchanal <laughs> Without mom and dad wow. there. Wow um, and they sent us the link to this resort. And there are probably
4: 17-year-old boys about.
3: Uh, it would surprise me a great deal if there were not. Um, they sent us the link to this this resort, and I'm looking at it, and it looks quite pleasant. Um, and there are kids in all sorts of shots, and families in a water park. And look, it appears to be two cartoon squirrels. They must find squirrels charming in Italy. Here, they're just annoying. But... Uh, so it looks like a fairly wholesome environment, but Judy and I were pretty surprised. Um,
4: would you uh, drop her off with two of her friends? Some uh, seaside hotel, because it's a hotel at the end of it. At the end of the day, you're at a hotel. Sure,
3: it's like a, a resort, a complex. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, would you drop her and her friends off at some place and say, see you in a
3: week? It would have to be a particular sort of one that was designed for that Right. in Murka um, so we're, we're pretty surprised now, uh, if you're over, well, look, listen to that value judgment. If you are more protective parents than we are, I could imagine people making frantic phone calls and emails and saying, pick, pick her up immediately, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we've spent our kids entire lives trying to teach them how to make good decisions and I'm really hoping she does. I've encouraged her to do that very thing. But uh the three of them are there at the uh Blanqui del Blanky del M- El Blanco. Um I'm not going to give you the the name of it. Um Let's see. So I've been texting with her.
4: It depends on the kid so much though. I mean like if you had put me in that situation at 17 I was as as straight and arrow as you could be at 17. I'd have been there'd have been no Chance of any problem going wrong. I would have spent every moment looking for debauchery. At nineteen? Yeah. At nineteen, no way. Terrible
3: idea. (laughs) So I texted Delaney this morning. Teens run wild at Italian resort. Having fun? Staying out of trouble? She says, Oh my goodness, with the laughing till she's crying. There's a thunderstorm right now, so we walked to get food. We're back at the room. Uh what's the place like? Um there's a bunch of buildings where people can stay. It's a fenced in area with lots of grassy areas, so we've been playing a lot of cards. There's a private stretch of beach, but it's shared by everyone staying in the hotels so i don't we'll we'll see what happens i'll uh I'll pump her for information when she gets home but
4: you yeah. could have left me a place like that when I was seventeen for a month, and nothing would have happened
3: yeah but not at nineteen no well, everything
4: so would have happened at nineteen post everything. the great awakening everything I just spent
3: if, all my time. See Joe, you gotta sleep or eat. No, 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 no. There's some girls over there.
4: Right. Yeah. Oh, Well, and there's more booze. <laughs>
3: yeah. I don't. I, the, I think they can. I don't know. Uh, I ought to ask her. Yeah, because she's up. It's nine hours later. Hang on a second. This this is very exciting, isn't it? Live parenting. Can you drink there? Because uh, the Italians, they got very liberal laws. About drinking.
4: Well, and there are theories that if you, if you don't treat it the way we treat it, people don't go as crazy with the drinking.
3: Those theories are wrong, Jack. They're wrong. Um, no, it's it's it, there are different laws for like wine and beer and then hard liquor. Because you don't have to be very old at all to drink wine. I remember
4: when I was in Italy, they had a stand outside this museum where you could walk up and buy a glass of wine. And I asked my uh, buddy who lived there, he said, do they check IDs or is that work? He
3: said, they don't care. Nobody For cares. What? <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? Right, right. Isn't that interesting, my friends? The cultural differences? She's probably getting annoyed at texting with her dad. Or she's too hungover to again. Uh,
4: text back. Too hung <laughs> over, can't see the phone.
3: Right. Eyes are all blurry. Or the guy she's with says, <laughs> oh, put, geez. put the down your phone now. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. It's a beginning to annoy me. <laughs> Nah, I kid. I hope her uh, her her gentleman friend back at home isn't listening. I have no information that, that anything too. like that is occurring. That helps, too. Oh, yeah, he's a terrific young man, too. I really like him. Uh-oh, she's typing. Apparently the drinking age is more solidly 18, so no, she says with a sad face. <laughs> oh, boy.
4: You yep. have a sad face if you can't drink.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that will give you a sad face. <laughs> She's 17 for the love of God, Jack
4: And the good thing is, of course, nobody's ever had a drink That was illegal Because it's just people don't do that well, type I, of I
3: wouldn't have then, I wouldn't now <laughs> Respect <laughs> for the law has been my hallmark through my <laughs> entire, entire life <laughs> All right, well, well, it's not
4: Syria or North Korea It's Italy for crying out loud That's
3: right, what could go wrong
4: You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show